Welcome to Destinations. Our very special guest today is Deidre Henry, an award-winning actress who plays Billie Holiday in Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill at the Gary Marshall Theater. Deidre is a recent winner of NAACP, Ovation Backstage, Garland, and Los Angeles Drama Critics Circle Best Actress Awards. Her television work includes being a series regular on NBC's Game of Silence and FX's The Riches. I could go on and on, but instead I'll just say welcome, Deidre. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Ah, Lady Day, what a legend. Incredible legend, yes. And there's a powerful connection in this play between you and your musical director, Abdul Hamid Royal, who plays the part of Jimmy Powers. Now, Jimmy was Billie Holiday's pianist and good friend. Tell us a little bit about that relationship. Well, the role of Jimmy Powell is actually an amalgamation of several different um, pianists and lovers that she had. So he has wears several different hats, so to speak, okay. um, in, in the play. But he you know, on some levels can also be considered her enabler, because I believe that the play speaks a lot to addiction and the addiction that Billie Holiday was in during the last few years of her life. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so Jimmy Powell plays Sonny in her mind, uh, who was Sonny Monroe, who was her pianist and her husband. And he plays several other characters that would be considered her old lover and that and whatnot. Okay, got it. So that that's a powerful connection in many different areas. What do right. you think is the toughest thing about playing such a legend as Lady Day? Well, the toughest thing I think is that, you know, Billie Holiday didn't have the most dulcet voice. She didn't have a, a tone. She didn't have a voice like Ella or Dinah or any, you know, Dinah Washington. She just didn't have, but she was the quintessential musician. She knew how to use what she had to create images to create feelings she sang every feeling through the notes and through the words of her music and so you know i think that the interesting thing about her is that she sang through her pain she sang to her pain she sang of her pain i often find when i'm listening and i actually listen on vinyl I don't even realize I'm doing it. And then after a song is done, I feel my face and it's completely wet. And I hadn't even realized I'd been crying. She just brings it out and you don't even realize how she's doing it. You don't even realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, my thing is that I'm not Billie Holiday and I don't try to mimic her. So in this production, you're going to, I use some of her phrasing. I try to find some phrasing and try to find some, like what she was going through and how she would approach the music. But it was less important for me to mimic her or do an impersonation of her than to getting to where she was at that time. This play takes place four months before she died. Um, Lester Young, her best friend, had just passed. And in just my research and whatnot, there are many people who said that right after when she was coming back from the funeral, she said, I'm next. She was dying from cirrhosis of the liver. When she went to the theater to perform at Emerson's Bar and Grill or that last performance, there were seven people in the audience. Um, So, yeah. So what does that do to you? And in that, what do you choose to share? Because she had a contract, she had to sing. But where do you go in that moment when you come out, you know, and who knows if those people who came to see her or her fans were there to see the train wreck that was about to happen. Who knows if there were more people there, but she came out so late that they left because she was pretty notorious for um, performing late and yeah. or not showing up or only showing up and singing two songs and that's yeah. it. 
Yeah. So, you know, Lainey Robertson, when he wrote this, that was the thing that was most intriguing to him was, where does a person go? Where do you go when you're an icon and your last performance and there's seven people there? Mm -hmm. So they're going to get the most and the best and the all and the every. Well, they'll certainly get the sweetest part of the heart that's left because I think a certain part of the heart knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And as you said, there are as many stories as there are songs in this production. So you're not just singing, you're storytelling. Yes, 36 pages of dialogue. So <laughs> <laughs> That'll do. I've counted them. Um, oh, wow. Yes, so you, you get a nice, you get a really nice taste of her history. And, you know, and it's funny and sad and poignant. And I try to embody at least a little bit of where I think she was and, and the humor that she had and her rallying and her struggle. You know, she was fighting addiction at the time. And so, you know, I think you, you kind of get a full taste of the emotional roller coaster that she would have been on. If you had to put a, a button on it, what is the best reason you can think of for anyone in our audience listening right now to just get up and get their tickets and join you for a night of theater and music at the Gary Marshall Theater? Oh, my gosh, your heart will explode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it will, feel, it will fill you and fuel you with a joy and a grasp and a zest of life and the fullness of what Billie Holiday brought to herself and her music and her fans. I love it. That's a good enough reason as any. Now, you've also appeared in this same role at the Portland Center Stage and Actors Theater Mm -hmm. of Louisville. You're a veteran Mm -hmm. of stage and TV, and we've seen you in many national commercials. What are some of those commercials? Uh, Well, there's only one national commercial. I'm the spokesperson for Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. Uh Aha! Yeah. Give us a taste. Give us a taste. I don't lead with that. But but it but I've been doing it for eleven years and it's I'm so proud of the work that I do for them oh, and they've been fantastic. they've been incredible to me. Well, congratulations yes. on yeah. now how hard those thank nationals you. are to land. So yes, wonderful yes, work are. on that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. And since you're so well traveled, now I have a travel yes. question for you, if I may. Yes, sure. Where's the best place you've ever visited and why? Um I would have to say my husband and I on our honeymoon, we went to Bali, Myanmar, and Thailand. Mm. And we went for 28 days. And I'd say Myanmar was someplace I've never, I could never imagine. I've never imagined what it was like until I got there. And it was beautiful. The people there were amazing and beautiful and they had never seen anything like me it was very it was really interesting and um and thailand thailand was lovely was beautiful and we had actually chiang mai i have to say was one of my favorite places to go we we rode and took care of elephants for a day and oh i've always wanted to do that did you get to bathe them yeah it was pretty amazing we got to bathe them and feed them and oh. smell their poop and oh. all of that <laughs> it was, it was it was fantastic. A glorious mess full of hoses and, and trunks and yeah. people and animals. Oh, just the best. Yeah, it was great. We got to ride on their backs and <laughs> ride around their necks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. And was this a, a sanctuary for elephants? Yes, it was a sanctuary for elephants. So you had people who basically took care and nurtured them. And, and every day they had certain specific handlers that, that made sure that they were well fed and made sure that they were taken care of and nurtured. And then you have the tourists who come in and they basically take the job on for a day. And, you know, we're guided through it. But it was it was amazing. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Now, Myanmar, t- you know, there's mm-hmm. a situation there. Uh, how, how was mm-hmm. that presented to you? Or were you uh, protected from it? We were protected. We were, I mean, well, 
basically there were armed guards, uh, especially in Bagan. In Bagan, we were pretty sequestered, but you could see the guards along the way. But we went 2015, so it was open. I don't think they had all, any of those skirmishes happening that are that mm-hmm. are currently happening right there. Okay. But yeah, there was definitely a military presence even when we were there. Well, you wonder, do I support this? Do I not support it? But I'm a firm believer mm-hmm. that any new door opened is a chance for a cultural bridge to be crossed. I agree. I agree. I met some lovely people on our guides. They were just so genuine and so friendly. And, you know, they wanted to share so much of their world and their life and and their culture with um, me and my husband. And we delved into it. So, yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. Did you go to Thailand's beautiful beaches? Yes, we went to Koh Samui. And uh, that was, we ended our trip there. And oh my God, it was divine. Can you paint that picture for me? Because I need it right now. It's pouring out. (laughs) (laughs) Is it pouring where you are? Um, Oh my gosh. It was the kind of green that you don't, green, blue, green, Mm. blue water that you don't ever see. The water was really warm. Uh, We stayed at the Four Seasons and it was, Oh, my gosh. Massages on the beach. And, uh, you know, I don't want to make you too jealous. <laughs> I much, yeah, if I could go back there right now, I would. That's, uh, that's the one reason to make it the best place you've ever been. And you would recommend yeah. that entire journey between Myanmar, Thailand, and Bali? Yes. Oh, we didn't go to Bali yet. One last thing. Tell us why we need to go to Bali. Bali was the sincerity of the people. They spoke to you from their heart. Mm-hmm. Their, their eyes touched their heart. Um, their gestures, their kindness came from the most genuine place that I've ever experienced. And the temples, oh, we went to many little villages where, you know, they made bags and they made, mm-hmm. you know, textiles. And it was another incredible, incredible experience. I was there for 10 days for a riding retreat. And then we then we went off and did our honeymoon part. Okay. So you were with a group, so you were able to get transportation to these villages? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in a group for the first for Bali and then for Myanmar and Thailand. It was just me and my husband, but we had a tour guide and all of that. Oh. for Myanmar and Thailand. You'd recommend that as the way to go to get a guide? Oh, yes. Yes, at least for the first time, Mm -hmm. because I think we were kind of given an entree into like, here's some places to go, and then you can meet people who advise you on other places. But at least for the first time, we knew that we wanted to, you know, at least experience it with someone who could show us where we should go. Bali High! I had to do it. Some one of us had to do it. Deidre Henry, I can't thank you enough for being with us today. Best of luck to you thank with the, you. Uh, your run. Deidre Henry is in Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill at the Gary Marshall yeah. Theater. She will sing her way into your heart May 26th through June 9th. Do not miss it. Tickets and info go on sale at GaryMarshallTheater.org as of now. Or you can call 818-955-8101. Thank you, Deidre. Thank you so much. I had a lovely time. Thank you. <laughs>